What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Riffing with Clintus. This week, we're going to be tackling the topic of live streaming. Um, I've been doing live streaming for a very long time, off and on, almost as long as I've been video blogging, which is going into its 13th year uh, this year. I'll be, I'll be technically uh, video blogging for 13 years. Pretty crazy to say that. Uh, I've been vlogging longer than some of you guys have been alive. Uh, but live streaming, I've been doing off and on for almost as long. Um, even though it seems like live streaming is a new concept, it really isn't. Uh, live streaming platforms have been around for over a decade. Uh, I used to use platforms like Ustream.tv, Justin.tv, Blog.tv. Um, there's another one somewhere that I can't remember the name of it off the top of my head. Uh, Now is still, a, uh, still a, a pretty large platform. Um, YouTube, obviously, uh, still a major platform and, uh, you know, a lot of, a lot of people still use YouTube as live, live streaming platform. And of course now we have twitch.tv, which is uh, a dominant force in the live streaming platform. It's the live streaming platform. Um, obviously nowadays we also have Mixer and we have Facebook who are also rounding out the, the four major platforms there. And then there's a, there's a handful of other platforms that are uh, popping up and emerging. Uh, so the, the, the landscape for live streaming is, is vast. There's a lot of options out there. There's a lot of tools at your disposal. And we're going to kind of tackle all of that uh, in today's episode. Uh, I want to start with, like I said, I've, I've been doing this a long time. Uh, I've always enjoyed a, a conversation. And, you know, with YouTube, it's me posting a video, you posting a comment, me replying to your comment, you replying to my response. And this back and forth. And I use the analogy today in my live stream, in my chat room, that um, YouTube comments are like emails, right? I post the video, that's the initial email. Uh, you read the email and respond. I then get your response, and that's the way the conversation happens, right? It's just back and forth, but there's always a delay. There's always going to be a delay unless. You know, the moment you get a notification, you're on top of it, right? Which, let's be honest, most people don't do that when it comes to email. Live streaming is more of like being on the phone, right? Or FaceTiming someone where you are in, in this instant conversation and it's an instant back and forth. I say something, you say something, I say something, you say something, right? And so if you think of it that way, live streaming, you know, if you're capable of being in the chat at that moment is the best a conversation tool there is, right? Just like a phone call is the best way to talk to somebody uh, from that are that are long distance apart, right? You pick up the phone, you dial the phone number, hey, what's up? How's it going? And you have this conversation and it's in real time and it's blah, 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 blah until the conversation's over and you're like, all right, well, great talking to you, great catching up. I will talk to you next time. See ya. And that's what live streaming is, right? And, uh, you know, the number one question I get all the time is, is, uh, you know, what do you like better? Do you like YouTube or Twitch better? And I always respond back with, it's not necessarily the platform, even though I do love Twitch. I fully embrace Twitch, you know, bleed green, all that, or bleed green, Jesus, bleed purple, <laughs> bleed purple. Uh, I, I, I truly do love the platform and I do believe it is the best platform uh, for live streaming. But as we will talk to about later in the show, um, 
just because it's the best platform doesn't mean it's the platform that everyone should be on, right? And we'll talk about that more later on when we break it down. But, um, uh, you know, I think that uh, there's a time and place for live streaming. And um, I personally, for the reason why I love vlogging is sharing my thoughts and my ideas and sharing my experiences, right? Now, obviously, uh, that comes back down to viewership, right? YouTube is all about the views. Views equal algorithm love. Views equal ad revenue. Views equal, you know, popularity. Because when someone says, yo, look, check out this video. It's got a million views. It's automatically going to get more recognition than a video that has a thousand views, right? So uh, it's even though I do love comments and I love reading your guys' comments and responding to your guys' comments, you know, the vast majority of YouTube content is not about the comments, right? Unless there's a specific question that's being asked, like, hey, what's your thoughts on this? Give me your opinions on that, right? For me, it's always been that about that like camaraderie and that that friendship and um, you know, community, right? Community is the best term for that. I love that we've built this community over the last, you know, seven to ten years. And with live, it's being able to hang out with that community on a regular basis. And so I prefer live over video, right? I prefer live over video on demand, VOD, you know, whatever you want to call it. So I, it's my favorite thing to do being live with or without video games. I know, I know people think about Twitch and they think of Twitch as, you know, just for video games. And, and it's not, uh, like I said, Justin TV, which is a platform that I used to use back in the day is now Twitch. If you didn't know that, the website was originally called justin.tv. It was uh, created by a guy named Justin Can or Justin Khan. I forget how he pronounced his last name. It's one of the two. But he started the website. He started his own website, and it was Justin TV. And it was basically um, him with a webcam, an actual wired webcam, bolted to the bill of his hat, right? So imagine your webcam bolted to the bill of your hat and you're walking around with a baseball hat and there's a webcam attached to the front of it. And then that, that cord would go into his backpack and he'd be plugged into a laptop. And he had a laptop computer in his, in his, in his backpack, right? And it had a Sprint like 3G, you know, this is before 4G, 3G card. And he was streaming like 360p, right? And he'd have to like go to a restaurant or something, plug his back, plug his laptop in, right? He'd, he'd have multiple batteries he'd swap out to, but he was basically live 24 seven. And this was the, an experiment that he'd ran. Um, and I forget how long he went. Uh, I, don't, I don't know the history. I forget off the top of my head. But it was basically a year or, or more. And then there were a couple other people that did the same thing. I know Justine, um, I, Justine, also did it. Uh, there were m multiple times where um, I was I was actually uh, physically with her at conferences or whatever, where she was doing this live stream 24-7. So it's funny because this is like a decade ago, right? This is a decade ago. And these people were doing what we call today an IRL stream, right, in real life. And so that is the origin of what Twitch is now was this Justin TV. He launched the website and you could go live from your browser using your webcam at your, your home computer. And I did this very often. I would be live in, on Justin TV. I was live on Ustream, Blog TV, all that sort of thing. And you have these conversations. Um, and, you know then YouTube kind of exploded. YouTube became a thing. So I think the live kind of fell to the wayside a little bit because the platforms never really grew and never never really gained the attraction that 
YouTube did, right? And a lot of YouTubers would use these platforms as a secondary. Hey guys, we're going to do this live stream. You know, we're going to do this live chat thing, you know, on over on blog TV. And, you know, there were tools that could get you on the front page. And there's always been a YouTuber category, like on you now, I think you now used to be blog TV, if I'm not mistaken. One, one of a couple of different platforms that like became new platforms. They were bought and cannibalized and, or the name was changed. I think you now might be what blog TV was, but anyway, there's like, you know, it was always like a, a secondary, uh, website, like, Oh, another way to engage with your community. Cause YouTube didn't have live back then. And even when they did do live, it wasn't very good. So no one really used it very, very well. Um, and, and today, to this day, you now is still a vibrant platform. Um, there's full-time content creators on you now making a full-time living doing you now. So, you know, twitch.tv, twitch TV is not the only, not the only, um, you know, guy in town, even though it might be the biggest well-known, uh, there's a lot of options out there. Um, but, um, you know, it just depends on, on what your, what, what your, what your goals are and what kind of content you're creating. Um, so let's, let's, let's get into that, right? Let's talk about the content. Um, when I quit my job to be a full-time YouTuber, uh, later that year, 2015, question mark. I want to say it's 2015. What year is it now? 2019 before. Yeah. So 2015. Yeah. Okay. 2015. Uh, I started dabbling with Twitch cause I was playing video games. I, you know, video games have always been a hobby of mine for the most part. Um, so when I get home from work, I, you know, kids go to bed, I play video games. So I was dabbling with Twitch, but I never really consumed Twitch, never really was on Twitch. I, I watched a couple of live streams here and there, but it, I didn't really fully embrace it. Um, but right as I started to think about doing Twitch streams, YouTube announced that they were coming out with YouTube gaming. And um, I, I said, okay, I have a gaming channel with 40,000 subs. Let's live stream on YouTube gaming. So it launches, I go day one, I'm a partnered, uh, a promoted streamer on the platform and I start streaming to YouTube gaming and, um, you know, bare bones right out of the gate. Not a lot of features, not a lot of options, but Hey, we're streaming. Let's do this. Right. And I was a really big cheerleader for YouTube gaming. I was all about it. I was promoting it. We had like this weekly call that we were on and I was giving my, giving my YouTube knowledge from the years of like how YouTube worked for VOD. We could only suspect how it's going to work for live. And for many, many months, you know, I saw a lot of success. I had some amazing live streams. In fact, some of my biggest streams I've ever had in my life were actually on YouTube, not Twitch. Um, to this day, my single most viewed stream ever without any kind of like host or raid or, or anything was on YouTube. Uh, when the launch of destiny rise of iron came out, I had 3,300 viewers. And that to this day is my highest view stream without a raider host. Now, granted on Twitch, I've been hosted and rated with some, by some very big streamers and have had three, 4,000 viewers, 5,000, I think actually at one time, but I don't really count that because that's their viewers coming to my channel and they were only there for, you know, a matter of minutes before they slowly start to go away. And you know, the 5,000 goes to 2000 and then 2000 goes to 1000. And then you kind of settle around like, you know, eight, 900 for the remainder of your stream. Um, but 3,300, you know, and that's, that's thanks to the like alg algorithm search engine that YouTube is right. You have a lot of success on YouTube. If you can get in that algorithm love, um, which I did that day, it was fantastic. But yeah, I, I saw a lot of, I saw a lot of success on YouTube gaming. I, um, after about a year, I hit a hundred thousand subs on my gaming channel. I got another silver play button, which feels good. Um, but 
I'll admit, after um after the first year, I was a little disappointed that more features hadn't come to the platform and that YouTube themselves were not promoting the platform, right? Uh, we would have these these discussions uh, with YouTube employees and YouTube gaming employees specifically, asking them questions like, how come this isn't happening? Why aren't we seeing this? What's the what's going on with that? And of course, the majority of them couldn't actually say anything, but you know, what very little information we could get, um, it just kind of came out that, you know, there, there, there's a lot of red tape. YouTube is a very large platform across the world. And so to make these little changes for their gaming platform, it just wasn't very easy. Um, and I, and I'm, and I'm not knocking him. Like I said, I, I, I love the people at YouTube gaming. Uh, I have friends that work there. Um, I was a huge supporter and cheerleader for the platform, but it just, I started getting the vibe that it just wasn't going to be what we thought it was going to be. It, we thought it was going to come out and it was going to be the Twitch competitor, right? It was going to be YouTube's version of Twitch. And maybe that was the original intent, original idea, but it became very apparent that that was actually not what they were trying to do. They weren't trying to be a Twitch competitor. They were simply trying to give the gaming community another, like a, a place to call home, right? And YouTube gaming was a beautiful website, beautiful app. I love the YouTube gaming app, but eventually the YouTube app modeled that same gaming uh, feel and vibe. And that's, and then I was really happy with that. Um, but I would say about a year and a half in uh, a year and a half into it, I, I started kind of like thinking about other platforms and, and thinking about like, okay, well, what about Twitch? What, what does Twitch have to offer me? And what can I, you know, what, what can I do if I move over there? And I, and I'll, and I'll admit at first I wanted to be able to dual stream. I wanted to be able to, you know, retain my community on YouTube gaming, keep streaming on YouTube and then just expand to Twitch. Um, but Twitch was very, very clear. They wanted, you know, if, if you're streaming on Twitch, we want you streaming on Twitch. We don't want you streaming anywhere else. Right. Um, in fact, all the, you know, m most contracts, this is very, very well known, but you know, they have a 24 hour exclusivity clause, right? If you stream on Twitch, your content is, um, you know, exclusive to Twitch for 24 hours, you know? And so that basically excludes you from dual streaming, right? You're not supposed to be streaming on you Twitch and any other platform at the same time. And then after that, every other, every person's contract is a little different as far as like what you can and can't stream anywhere else. But, um, I started talking to some people at Twitch, um, started talking about like, okay, what, what, you know, what kind of things can we do together? What kind of opportunities are there? What, what, what are your plans and goals? And while this is, these conversations are happening, I'm seeing feature after feature after feature being announced and launched over at Twitch, right? Like they're announcing these features and then they're coming out and they look amazing, right? I'm seeing all my buddies that are Twitch partners talking about these new features and like, oh my gosh, this is mind blowing. Oh my gosh. You know, the revenue possibilities were just, there's so many ways to, to monetize your content over there. And so many, not even that even monetize, there's just so many ways for your community to support you, whether it's monetization or, or just community support. Right. Um, I just, I loved everything that Twitch was doing. And so. Um, you know, when, when the, when the time came, I committed to m moving all my live content to Twitch and to be exclusive there, you know, like that was an agreement that I made, um, that I would be exclusive to Twitch because I want to be able to say, if you want to watch my live, come to my Twitch channel, twitch.tv slash Clintus. I'm live. You cannot watch me live anywhere else. I wanted to be able to say that because I think it's important. I think people that stream on like Instagram and Facebook and YouTube and Twitch, and they're always bouncing around, you never know where to find them, right? And then your whatever your preferred flat platform is, 
you're always asking, hey, when's your next time you're going live on this platform? I really like this platform. We should go live here. And you're like, well, I'm live over here right now. And it's, it's this constant back and forth where I feel like if, it's, it's, if you just say, this is where I go live, I'm live here, here's my schedule, boom. It makes it really easy. And, uh, and like I said, I, I believe that Twitch has the best live streaming platform today. And so um, I, I moved over there and I've been over there for now 22 months exactly. Yesterday was my partner anniversary for 22 months in a row. Um, so we're coming up on two years. I'm very, very excited to, to celebrate two years with my, with my community, with my subscribers, the people that have been subscribed to me uh, since day one. They're going to get their gold badges next to their name when they hit that two-year mark. I'm very excited about that. And, and it's going to be a party. We're going to celebrate that. Um, I wish, I wish it was, uh, we were closer to 50, uh, 50,000 followers and we could kind of celebrate 50,000 followers in two years. Um, but I don't think the growth is there quite yet. I mean, unless something crazy happens and we get some, some crazy love, uh, and get some crazy follow, you know, follow, uh, love, uh, my current growth pattern is, uh, is, is not going to hit that in two months, but you never know. There's weird things that have happened. Um, at the, at the, at the point of this recording, I am, I just hit 42,000 followers today as of like four hours ago, I hit 42,000 followers, which I am super proud of. Um, but I'll be, I'll be hundred percent honest and transparent. The follow count on Twitch is very much like the sub count on YouTube. It does not mean success just because you have a huge count does not mean success because if those people aren't coming and consuming your content on a regular basis, it's meaningless, right? I mean, to look, take my YouTube channel for an example, right? I have over 700,000 subscribers, but I'm averaging 20 to 40,000 views per, per, per video, right? That's a huge dissonance, right? There's a huge gap between the sub count and the view count. And of course, the number one question I get all the time is, is how come you're not getting more views? How come you're, you're, you're not, you know, and the answer is very complicated. There's a bunch of different reasons why I'm not getting views. Um, but you know, in regards to this conversation, in regards to sub count, my channel is 13 years old, right? My channel is this June will be 13 years old. So I have subscribers because I mean, how many times was the last time you unsubscribed from a channel, right? Like most people don't unsubscribe. They just don't watch the videos. They just skip the videos. Right. And what happens is when YouTube, when you skip a video that you see in your timeline or in your sub box or on your, on your homepage and you skip it, you're telling YouTube that you're not interested in that content, either the person or the topic. Okay. So if you skip someone's video enough times, you'll stop seeing that video plain and simple. So if you're subscribed to my YouTube channel and let's just say for a week or two, I haven't posted anything that seems interesting to you, right? Maybe you subscribe for dirt bike videos and I haven't ridden dirt bikes in a month. So you just keep skipping every single video that I post. Well, guess what? YouTube's going to stop showing you those videos. Unless you actively go look for my videos, you won't see them anymore. And that's just how it works, plain and simple. So, you know, at any given moment over the last 10 to, you know, five years, you've subscribed to my YouTube channel and you have skipped my thumbnail enough times, you just stop seeing my videos. So I have people every day, every single day, I get a comment saying, man, I haven't, seen, I haven't watched your video in like two years. Your kids have gotten so big. Oh my gosh, do you still ride dirt bikes? Do you still do this? Do you like, you know, like, like, because they just haven't watched my videos, but today of all days, they happen to see one of my videos or they happen to like wonder, Oh, I wonder what Clint is up to and like search for it or something, you know, who knows? But, um, 
nevertheless, that's that's kind of how that works. So my point that I'm trying to make, I got I got kind of gone off on a riff there. Apologize. Uh, the follow count isn't isn't is important, right? What's important is the people that show up daily to your streams, the people that are in your chat room hanging out, the people that are hanging out in Discord, the people that are you know uh, actively subscribing, uh, you know, all that stuff, right? That's that's what that matters, right? Uh, another common question I get is, you know, how are you making a living off of such low views or such low uh, concurrence? And again, I have to preface, it's not all about the views, right? Uh, support comes in many, many different ways. I have people that subscribe to my channel that may only be able to watch my night streams. Well, if I don't stream at night, which I haven't in multiple weeks, they haven't been able to watch my stream, but they subscribe to the channel or they come by once a month and drop a $50 tip just to say, Hey man, love your stuff. Keep it up. Sorry. I've been around. I've been working days. I can't be around during the day, but here's 50 bucks. You know what I'm saying? And so if you think about it, I have 42,000 followers. So if what a small percentage of those people drop monetary support like that, that's how I'm able to pay my bills. That's how I'm able to live. It's not all about the view count. I have a lot of, you know, there's a lot of trolls out there that likes to look at the view count and say, huh, huh, you only got those many viewers. Yeah. You can't pay the bills with that. And it's like, you have no idea the number of subscribers. You have no idea the number of tips. You have no idea. You don't You just don't know, right? You, you, that's like judging a book by its cover. Then on the flip side, you also assume that a streamer that has a few thousand viewers is making bank right? They're killing it. They're crushing it. They're, they're rich. Like, again, you don't know how many subs they have. You don't know how many tips they get and you don't know, uh, their, their life situation, right? So you can't just judge a book by the cover. It's easy to do that. It's easy to look at a channel and go, Oh man, that channel's got 10, 10 million followers. Oh baller, bro. Right. I get told all the time. Well, you're a big YouTuber, 700,000 subs, subs. You're, you're a huge YouTuber, man. You're famous. And it's like, I'm really not. Right. I can walk into a grocery store. I can watch, walk into the mall and not get recognized. Like I'm not famous. Right. And again, 700,000 subscribers and, you know, getting 30,000 views. Clearly there's a diff, there's a, there's a dissonance there. Right. But I digress. Let's, uh, let's continue talking about streaming, but first a word from our sponsor. All right, so let's talk about platforms. Uh, as I said before, I believe that Twitch is the best platform for live streaming and specifically live interaction, uh, community interaction. Uh, I believe it has the best set of tools. Now, while I say that, I have never actually used Mixer. I've never actually streamed on Mixer. Uh, I've never streamed on Facebook. I'm strictly going off of what I've seen, what I've heard and um you know what i've used twitch has been around the longest right it's been around uh as a as a streaming platform the longest even though youtube's been around longer it, it and it may it may have had live streaming capabilities before twitch but it hasn't been refined or upgraded or, or even used until most recently um, so let's just go with that for now um you can look up the encyclopedias later but, uh, you know, when someone thinks of live streaming, they think of Twitch. When someone thinks of live streaming video games, they think of Twitch, right? Um, but there's, there's, other op there's other options out there. And I believe, depending on your situation, there's a right platform for you, okay? So let's break this down. If you are someone who has never created online content at all on any platform, you have no social presence, 
no one knows you exist on any platform because you've just never done anything, right? You're like, I want to, I want to play video games and I want to do it live. Um, then in my opinion, starting from bare bones, Mixer is probably your best option or maybe Facebook. And I'll, 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 the reason why I say that is because they're both the newest platforms when it comes to live streaming. And so therefore they are the least saturated for content creators. There's the least amount of content creators there that are, you know, are, are, are well known and killing it. Okay. But there are content creators on those platforms killing it. They are seeing massive success. Okay. So I want to make sure that I'm very clear about that. It's not saying that there's their wastelands and they're dead. I'm simply saying they're the newest platforms and they have the smallest base of creators. Okay. So if you're just starting off and you have no presence at all, then those two platforms are most likely going to give you the fastest growth with an asterisk, because I'm not saying that you're going to blow up overnight. I'm simply saying that you'll probably see growth faster on those two platforms than you would on Twitch and in YouTube because Twitch and YouTube are the two dominant platforms and they have the largest group of content creators, right? There's huge successful creators on those two platforms and there's a lot of them, okay, in their own unique places. So if you're just starting off and you're looking to, to jump into streaming, with no prior knowledge, no prior networking, no friends, nothing, then those are probably the two platforms you want to check out and, and, and dip your toes in the water. Mixer is very much like Twitch. It is community driven. It is uh, uh, networking driven, right? You got to get your name out there. You got to network. Okay. Facebook is like YouTube where it has a search, uh, heavy search option and an algorithm where it can recommend you and push you in front of eyeballs that have never heard of you before, which is one of the things that sets it apart from Twitch and Mixer, right? Same thing with YouTube, search and algorithm is what drives channel success. And so those two platforms specifically have that advantage over the other two, right? But every platform has its pros and cons. So, uh, you know, where one, one has a strength, the other one has a weakness, that sort of thing. Um, now, I say that, I say that if you're, you know, brand new with no, like literally creating an account for the first time on every, any platform, those are your two, when you want to go to, um, Twitch, actually we'll save Twitch last YouTube. If you are a YouTuber, you already create YouTube videos. You're already creating gaming content and we'll, we'll make it easy. Let's just say you're making Fortnite content. You make Fortnite videos every day or a couple times a week and you want to do some live streaming and you want to live stream Fortnite then it would make the most sense for you to live stream Fortnite on your YouTube channel that you're already making Fortnite content for because you're already telling YouTube and Google and the algorithm that you make Fortnite content. So if you live stream Fortnite content, then the chances are higher that you're going to get recommended and get some search and algorithm love. Okay. I saw this kind of success with my YouTube channel. Um, I primarily play Destiny, and so anytime I did Destiny live streams on my channel, I would be the number one search result, and and my live streams would be recommended to people, and that's I saw huge success with that. Now, on the flip side, the negative side of that, you know, is if I wanted to play a different game, I would not get that suggested and recommended love, and my viewership would be half of what it would be if I was playing Destiny, which was very heart wrenching, right? I could stream Destiny to 100 viewers 
And if I wanted to play Overwatch, I'd get 30 viewers or 40 viewers, right? New game came out, Horizon Zero Dawn. I'm super pumped for it. Let's play Horizon Zero Dawn. 40 viewers. You know what I'm saying? Tomorrow, Destiny, Iron Banner comes out. Boom, 200 viewers. And it's like, this is old. Like, we've seen Iron Banner before. Like, this is nothing new. But I would get that recommended love and I'd get higher viewership. So there's a pro and con there, right? If you don't get the algorithm love, then there's no, like, nothing special about being on YouTube. But if you can get that algorithm love, then you have you can see huge gains. Same thing with Facebook. If you're playing a game that's highly searched, like Fortnite, or like right now, maybe Apex Legends is a hot game right now. It just came out this week. Super hot. If people are searching for that, then you have huge opportunity on Facebook, right? Because Twitch and Mixer, to my knowledge, again, I've never used Mixer, but just going off of what I've seen, I have been on Mixer to like as a viewer. I have friends that stream on Mixer. I support them on Mixer. Mixer is a great platform uh, for multiple reasons. But to my knowledge, nobody is searching for content on Twitch and Mixer, right? By default, you go to your homepage, you go to your followers page, and you go to your, you go to the, the page that shows all the channels that you follow, right? And then you just start looking to see who's playing what, who's on, and who do you want to follow, or who do you want to watch, right? So it's, it's a very different engine, whereas Facebook and YouTube is a high search volume and high recommendation volume, okay? So again, if you're brand new with no social platform uh, footprint or knowledge, check out Mixer and Facebook. If you are a YouTuber already making YouTube comment uh, content, stream on YouTube. Now, this is the this is the gray area. This is the part where it starts to get a little like okay, uh, you can stream on all these platforms at once. Uh, there's a service called Restream.io. Restream.io. That's actually the website. You can create an account there. And then you can go in and you can log in on all your other accounts, YouTube, Twitch, Mixer, Facebook, and a bunch of others. And you can stream to restream.io and it will stream to every other platform for you. So you can technically stream at one place and it goes to five, six, seven different platforms. But just be careful because, you know, there's some platforms that don't want you to do that, like, like Twitch. If you ever want to become an affiliate or a partner over there, can't do that. Um, and you'll have, eventually have multiple chat rooms you have to try and manage, which can be difficult as well. But that's an option. If you're just starting off, fuck it. Stream everywhere. Do it. Like, seriously. Like, you should just stream everywhere. Figure out what platform you like the best. Figure out which community you like the best. And then put all your, your energy in one place. I highly recommend you should stream at one place once you start to build a community. Right? So once you start getting some traction on one of them, shift all your focus and all your energy to that one place bouncing around from platform to platform to platform is confusing to your viewers confusing to your audience and it can even be confusing to you right all of a sudden you mention a you mention a feature or mention something and you're like oh wait that's the other platform right i mean even even subscribing versus following right youtube says subscribe to the channel and that has a completely different meaning on twitch and on uh mixer right facebook uses follow and then supporter. And on YouTube, it's a member. And so there's all these different terminologies, right? Which is, again, confusing for you, confusing for your viewer, right? Now, just when you're starting off and you're growing, yeah, be everywhere, right? But once you start to build a platform, or start to build a community on a platform, in my opinion, you should focus on that platform. That's just my opinion. Everyone does do. I have friends that are, are on multiple platforms and doing very well. So what do I know? That's just my opinion. Okay, so let's talk about Twitch. And who do I recommend 
being on Twitch? Because I already said it's the best platform for live streaming, in my opinion, right? So then who should be who should be starting a, a channel on Twitch? The people that should be starting to stream on Twitch are the ones who are already on Twitch, who are already active members in other people's communities, people that are already hanging out in people's chat rooms. Maybe that you're maybe you're a moderator for a few of them. Um, you know, maybe you play video games with people from people's chat rooms, right? Then if you've already started to network and started to build equity on the platform, then it makes sense for you to go live on that platform. I have friends right now that have been streaming for less than six months that already have triple digit follower numbers and they are getting double digit viewership, right? And that's, that's not to say that because I rated them or I hosted them or I, I gave them a shout out or anything like that, right? It's nothing about that. It's because they built equity in my community and in my friends' communities to the point where, you know, by default, someone will click on their name to see, do they have a channel? Do they actually stream? Do they have any information on their channel? I would like to know more information about this person, right? And so that's, that's, that's networking. That's the number one piece of advice that I give people who are like, hey, I'm looking to start streaming. What's the best advice you can give to a new streamer? And I'm like, on Twitch? You got to network. And when I say network, I mean actually engage with the community that you're trying to be a part of, right? Actually have real conversations, not, hey guys, I'm a, I'm a streamer. You should follow me. Hey guys, I also play Fortnite. Hey guys, if you follow me, I'll follow you. Like that shit doesn't work. Not only does it not work, but you look like a big douchebag when you come to someone else's channel and do that. Do not ever self-promote in someone else's channel. And that goes for YouTube, Instagram, Twitter, like anywhere on the internet. Do not come to someone else's channel and be like, yo, come to my channel. Yo, drop that follow. I'll follow you back. Don't do that. You look like a dickhead. All right? So I'm, when I say network, I mean, I'll tell you what. This is the advice that I give people all the time. I say this in, in my chat room at least two or three times a week, okay? Someone asks for advice, new streamer. Here's what I do. Okay, whatever game it is that you wanna stream, whatever directory you wanna be in, right? Scroll down to the area that you would be in if you were live right now. So if you stream right now to zero viewers, right? Zero, one, two, whatever. Scroll down in that directory. So let's just say it's Fortnite. You play Fortnite. You wanna play Fortnite? You wanna stream Fortnite? Cool. Go to this Fortnite directory on Twitch and scroll all the way down till you get to the streamers that have zero viewers because that's where you'd be at, right? If you were live right now with zero viewers, that's where you're at. Now, now that you're down there where you're at, look at the people that are streaming, look at their thumbnail and their title and pick on one that appeals to you. Maybe they have a funny title. Maybe they have some crazy looking overlay and their thumbnail looks really interesting, right? Click on it. Start watching their stream. Get a feel for them. Now, they have zero viewers, which means in their mind, nobody's watching them. Therefore, they're probably not talking, right? So you just watch for a minute. You little lurk a little bit, right? Do they have a face cam? Did you see what the person looks like? You're watching their gameplay. Are they any decent with the game at all, right? Are they talking at all? How's their sound quality, right? Now you say something in their chat room. If, you, if they've passed the first test of like, okay, I'm intrigued. They had a funny title. They had a cool looking thumbnail. Hey, what's up, man? How's the, how's the games tonight? Now be patient. They're not used to people talking to them. So it might take them five minutes to, to notice that you're in chat, okay? 
give them some, give them some time, you know, give yourself a timer. If they don't respond to me within five, 10 minutes, I'm out. Fair enough, right? They had a chance. They lost it. That's all it takes. It's a chance. You gave them a chance. So you wait for them to respond. They respond to you. Oh, hey, what's up, man? Uh, the games are going good. You know, I've gotten a couple of, you know, top tens, but no, no dubs tonight. Oh, that's cool, man. Uh, da, da, da. You know, how, how many wins do you have? And they're like, oh, you know, I've got five, six, whatever. Oh, that's cool. That's cool. What's your favorite skin? Oh, uh, you know, uh, it's uh, it's crack shot. I'm a big fan of uh, Nutcracker, you know, Christmas themes. Oh, that's cool, dude. Mine, I'm I'm a sucker for, uh, you know, Skull Trooper, man. I, it's just a classic, dude. I can't, I can't not, not wear it. And you, and you start to build this relationship with this individual and you're feeling them out. Is this something, someone that I would enjoy watching again, right? If it is, Drop them a follow, right? They're going to see it. I guarantee you when you're starting off as a streamer and someone follows your channel, you get every single email, every single notification, and you are like, oh my God, I got a follower. Oh my gosh, right? You just made that person's day, right? You've hung out with them for 10, 15, 20 minutes. You've had an engaging conversation that's relatable because you also like Fortnite and obviously they're playing Fortnite, right? And you're being engaged with that person. After about 20, 30 minutes of talking to this person, hopefully you've made a connection. You drop them a follow. You're like, all right, man, uh, I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to head off for the night. You have a great stream, dude. You know, I'm glad I found you take care. Okay. And you leave and that's it. You didn't ask for a follow. You didn't say, come check me out. You didn't say I'm also a streamer. You didn't say shit. You just came to that person's channel as a viewer and made a connection. Now do it again and again and again and again, do that 10 times a night. 30 times a week, whatever, right? Whatever you, whatever is feasible for you, okay? You do that a handful of times and then you come back to those people because now you follow them. So they're in your followers list, right? So the next night or two nights later, three nights later, you go to your followers list and you see that you, some of these guys you followed or girls, sorry, I say guys, but the, the general, you know, guys, um, you come back, right? Two days later, you come back. Hey man, what's going on tonight? How are the games? Yo, what's up, dude? Welcome back. You came back. They're going to remember you. Holy crap. Yeah, you came back. Hey, what's going on, man? Same conversation, right? Uh, maybe in the conversation the first night, you learned that they have a daughter. So you're like, oh, man, you know, how was your daughter's recital? Or I don't know. You know, make that conversation. Make that connection. And you and you, and you you build that rapport, right? And if you build, make that connection strong enough, guess what's going to happen? Either they're going to ask you, hey, man, you want to play duos? You want to play, you want to play some Fortnite? You, you playing tonight? What are you doing? Yeah, man, I'm down for some duos. Cool. Right. Or no, nah, you know, I'm not feeling it tonight, dude, but thanks for asking. I'll, I'll take you, take a rain check on that. Right. Maybe one of those people you followed last night, checked out your channel, saw that you're a streamer, saw that you streamed Fortnite. Maybe they dropped you a follow, you know, now you're in their chat talking to them. They're like, Hey man, I, I checked out your channel last night. You stream Fortnite too. That's cool. I dropped you a follow. And you're like, thanks, man. I appreciate that. That's, that really means a lot to me. Thank you. Right. You didn't ask for that follow, but they followed you anyways you made a connection with them, right? You keep doing that and you slowly start to build this network. You're building a community, right? And like I said, one of these days, you or the person you've been talking to for the last couple of weeks asks you if you want to play. Hey man, you want to play some Fortnite? Let's play some Fortnite. Cool, dude. How about tomorrow night? All right, I'll be on seven o'clock. Cool. I'll be on. Boom. Now you have a partner. Now you're collaborating because you're going to stream Fortnite while this person's streaming Fortnite and you're playing games together. And now if anyone happens to stumble across your stream or their stream, they're like, oh, who's that guy you're playing with? Oh, dude, this is blah, blah, blah. He's, he's live right now too. You can set up a multi-link. You can watch them both at the same time, you know, that sort of thing. 
And if you do that enough, you start to slowly build this community and you start to slowly build a, a, a following, right? But just the, 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 the next piece of advice I'm going to give you is to be patient. It's going to take you years to build a following. It's going to take you years to build a community. It's going to take you years to get viewership. And it's going to take you years to make money. All right? Years. A lot of people have just learned who Ninja was this last year with his Fortnite success. But Ninja has been streaming for a very long time. Ninja has been a content creator and a streamer for a very long time. A lot of your favorite streamers that you've just found recently because of Fortnite or because of whatever video game you're into, if you look at their channel and you do some research, you will find that they've been a streamer for a very long time. They didn't just blow up overnight. They didn't just, their name just didn't pop up yesterday. They've been doing this for a very long time, years. And they just right place, right time, right amount of viewers, made some friends, and boom. You know what I'm saying? So be patient. This is not going to be easy and it's not going to happen very quickly. Okay. When I tell about people about my YouTube story, uh, if you, if you go back a few episodes, uh, my YouTube origin story, uh, or, or the one about YouTube is I talk about how I got started with YouTube. Everyone asks me like, what made you want to be a YouTuber? You know, what made you want to start YouTube? And it's like, I always have to remind them, like when I started YouTube 13 years ago, there was no there was no ad revenue. There was no partner program. There was no such thing as a YouTuber. You made YouTube videos because you wanted to be creative. You wanted to share share something. You wanted to make something, right? You wanted to be goofy and funny and entertaining. You just did it for the hell of it, right? That's how Twitch started. When Twitch started, there was no ad revenue. There was no subs. There was no tipping. Somebody got savvy one day and said, hey, wait a minute. If I put my PayPal link somewhere on here, you can send me money, right? That's how that started. And then Twitch goes, hey, wait a minute. Let's put that on Twitch. Make it bits. Hey, wait a minute. Let's let's let people push a button and pay five bucks a month. You know what I'm saying? Like that came later. And so just remember that you're going to do this for a very long time and make no money and probably do it to nobody, stream to nobody, right? But if you play your cards right and you network properly, you can get there a little bit faster. Like I said, I have friends today that have been streaming for less than a year that are already getting 10 to 20 viewers a night. They're already, they already have a couple hundred followers. They already made affiliate and already have a couple of subs. They're already making tips. Why? Because they put the work in and they networked even before they wanted to start streaming. They were just being themselves and they're dope people. So people like naturally like, oh, you're gonna start streaming? Awesome. I'm gonna check out your stream. Boom. And instead of starting at zero, they started with five. They started with 10. Now they have 20 or 30. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's how it works. You've got to put in the time. You've got to put in the effort. Nothing comes easy. Okay? So that's my little, that's my little rant about, about uh, starting off on Twitch. And so that's, that's, the, that's the person I would recommend Twitch to, is someone that's already established themselves on the platform. They have already are known in the community from maybe a, a big streamer. Uh, there's another guy just recently, he uh, was a member of the community from a fairly large streamer, started playing video games with this streamer, right? Just as a part of the community. Hey guys, you wanna play video games with me? Join in, blah, blah, blah. Started playing on a regular basis, 
upgraded to, hey, I can talk on your stream because I'm not a complete idiot and asshole to, hey, you should start streaming. You're playing video games with me every day. You might as well start making some money. So then this person starts streaming. Guess what happened? That big streamer starts saying, hey, so-and-so is streaming now. You guys should go follow him. Hey, I'm streaming with so-and-so. Watch us both at the same time. Here's a multi-link. That person never started with zero because they had already built equity with that streamer's community so that when all they did was push the button and go live, they already had hundreds of viewers because everyone already said, hey, I like this guy. This guy's funny. This guy's entertaining. You should stream, dude. So when he did the thing and he pushed the button, hundreds of people already were in love with him. Hundreds of people already wanted to watch him. Hundreds of people already wanted to support him because he had already put in the work networking, being a part of a community. So there you go. That's Those are the individuals that should be streaming on Twitch. Even if you've never streamed a day in your life, if you've already put that work in networking on the platform, then Twitch is the right place for you. And if you haven't done that and you haven't put the work in on Twitch, I've already, like I said, I've already given you my feedback on where you should be. And I'm not, and I'm not an expert. I'm just giving you my, my educated opinion based on my history, based on my knowledge, based on my experiences, based on what I've heard, based on what I've seen. I also have plenty of friends that have switched platforms. They, they started on Twitch or they started on YouTube and they've moved platforms because they saw an opportunity somewhere else, right? And this goes back to, you may be somewhat successful on one platform, but you see an opportunity to move to another platform. Um, um, an acquaintance of mine, a friend of mine, uh, uh, just hit a million followers on Facebook. They've been streaming on Facebook gaming since it kind of launched in its exemption. And they just hit a million followers. Like that's insane. That's insane. A million followers on Facebook. You know what I'm saying? It's like, that's, that's crazy. There's potential there. They were already successful on two other platforms for various things, various reasons. They decided to take a, a chance on Facebook. They moved to Facebook and they're crushing it over there, right? Another very successful streamer on Twitch was one of the first people to move to Facebook when they announced it and launched it. And they moved over there as a partner and they're one of the largest streamers on the platform with the highest number of concurrence on a regular basis. And, these, and they're crushing it over there, crushing it, right? And for, for the longest time, people scoff at Facebook, laugh at Facebook. Ha <laughs> ha, Facebook, ha ha ha, for grandmas. And then there he is over there just killing it. You know, just num like insane viewership, insane channel growth, and making money at it. You know, making a living, right? So you can laugh all you want. He's going to laugh at you all the way to the bank, you know? But anyway, that's, uh, that's kind of my, my, my thought process on platforms and, uh, and you know, where you should start, um, depending on you know, which platform you should start on, depending on where you're at in that career path. So a question that I'm sure will get brought up after listening to that last segment is why do I think that Twitch is the best platform for live streaming without getting into the details? Um, and because I have to preface that I've never actually streamed on Mixer or Facebook, right? I've only ever streamed on YouTube and Twitch. Uh, I would say that Twitch has the best uh, feature set uh, for the broadcaster and for the, 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 the viewer. They also have the most opportunity for monetization and for the viewer to support the broadcaster. Um, that was one of the things that was severely lacking on YouTube when I left was the ability to, uh, for, the, for the viewers to support the creator, right? There was the sponsor button and there was Super Chat. And then of course, if you had your PayPal link, that had that, that sort of thing. But it was just very... 
Super Chat was very cool. I liked the concept of it, but there was it wasn't perfect. It, it needed some more work and it needed some more love. Um, but that was like their best shot after I don't know 18 months or so. Um, and so I think that Twitch has has more opportunity, right? Today there is a, a, a magnitude of ways for a viewer to monetarily support a broadcaster. Um, which it, again, it's not all about money. I'm just simply stating the the some of the the facts, the features, right? That that is a huge thing that if an individual has money they would like to give to a broadcaster, there are multiple ways they can do that. And, uh, you know, some of the best moments is when someone else is gifting a sub or, you know, uh, gifting, giving to someone else, right? But it benefits the community and the, the broadcaster. It's, it's, it's absolutely amazing. I love it. Um, they also, I feel, also feel like they have the most uh, feature set for the broadcaster and the things that they can do. Um, YouTube, again, was lacking on a lot of things for the broadcaster, mod tools, um, backend tools, uh, even analytics, right? Even analytics. Uh, YouTube has amazing analytics for their videos, but poorly, severely lacked on the live streaming stuff when it came to live content. Um, you know, once the once the video turned into a VOD, it or the live stream turned into a VOD, it kind of turned into like the same analytics as a video, but there was a lot of uh, missing data when it came to the live stream. So just, I don't want to get too deep into this because again, it tweets his own and everyone has their own opinions on what's good, what's needed, what's required, what I, I'm still missing this feature. So I, I just wanted to answer that question that I knew was going to come up is why is, why do I think Twitch is the best platform? And that's why I think it's just purely the future sets, the history and the speed in which they launch new features. Um, I, I know a few features that they're currently beta testing. I know some features that they've currently hinted at of uh, coming up with. And, you know, at TwitchCon every year, they, they announce a bunch of features that they're working on for the, the, the next year. And they talk about, you know, a timeline. And so it's very exciting to know that, oh, these features are coming up soon. These features are going to be coming to us, you know, uh, you know, to a stream near you. And, um, you know, with Amazon being their owner and, and getting the backing from Amazon, they are in a position to continue to push the platform. Um, I know that some other creators might argue that they are not doing that and they're not growing their platform. They're not putting the money in the right places. But um, I think that their viewer base and their, their their creator base, their broadcaster base are very large, very healthy and new people are creating accounts every day, right? New streamers are going live every day. Um, and it's, it's still the dominant force. And like I said, when someone says live streamer or streaming, most people think of Twitch, right? Uh, I think 2019 and even 2020 is going to be years where we start seeing more and more broadcasters on other platforms starting to get more recognition and more well-known. Um, I think Mixer and Facebook are in good positions to uh, disrupt the, you know, what 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 the what's going on in the streaming world more. But that just means more competition for Twitch. That means more more pressure for them to continue to push the envelope and be, stay number one as the dominant platform for live streaming. And I'm very excited about that. I'm excited about that. Competition's good, right? YouTube needs competition for video. Um, unfortunately, Google owns them and there's no competition for Google. And so I don't think there's really, uh, it's gonna be hard for someone to try and be a competitor for YouTube, right? A lot of the kids on YouTube are like, oh, I just, you know, why don't you upload your video somewhere else? Why, why doesn't someone else just make another video platform? It's because storing video and broadcasting video across the internet is expensive. Um, I think there was just recently another report that said, once again, YouTube made no money this year. 
Google made no money off of YouTube this year because it is so expensive to run YouTube that they don't make any money. And, you know, of course, people are like scratching their heads like, how is that possible? Well, YouTube is a household name. Everyone knows YouTube. So there's still tons of, pop, uh, of, of uh, potential there. And when I say they didn't make any money, I mean, you know, they didn't like make a profit. They obviously are making a buttload of money, but they're putting it right back into the platform, right? People's salaries. There's obviously thousands of employees that work for YouTube, um, costs for servers. I mean, thousands of videos are uploaded every day, right? That's like, how many hard drives do they have to keep in, plugging in and installing every day? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Servers after servers after servers. They're building server farms across the world just to house your cat video, you know? Um, I totally went on a rift and don't remember where I went. So let's go to the next topic. Uh, let's talk about where I'm at today for streaming and where we're going next. So today I stream on average five days a week. Um, recently I, I stopped streaming Mondays to work on more, uh, you know, business centric stuff, emails. I record this podcast on Mondays. Um, and so I'm not committing to a live stream on Mondays, but for the most part, I have been streaming five, six days a week. Um, and I stream anywhere from four to eight hours a day, depending on the day of the week, depending on if I stream once or twice a day, that sort of thing. Um, I primarily play video games because that is the primary, uh, has been the primary thing on Twitch and because I love video games. I enjoy playing, um, you know, shooters and looter shooters and, um, in my free time. So to, you know, to do that as part of my job by playing video games live with an audience and, and, and hanging out with people in my chat room, um, it's one of the greatest things in the world. And the best way I can put it is when someone asks me like, why would someone want to watch you playing video games? It's like, well, it's like me and you sit on the couch playing, you know, video games together. Even though you're not playing, you're watching me play video games. It's the same thing as you and I, we're sitting on the couch watching a basketball game, right? You have a beer, I have a beer, we're watching basketball. So instead of watching basketball, you're watching Destiny or Anthem, you know, or The Division or Apex Legends. We're watching that, right? That's the difference. And, you know, it's a generational gap, right? They're, the, the older generations grew up watching sports. They grew up watching Michael Jordan. They grew up watching, uh, you know, I don't know, Frank Thomas and Ken Griffey Jr., right? They, our kids, our kids are growing up watching Ninja and, and Tifu and Tim the Tatman and Dr. Lupo, right? So my son watches YouTube videos every day. He doesn't watch TV. He doesn't watch Sports Center, right? He knows athletes' names because of school and because of like, and games like NBA 2K. I actually, we, I, I had a laugh the other day. I said, Bryce started dropping some basketball knowledge on me the other night. And I'm like, whoa, dude, where, where'd you learn all this? You been watching like ESPN without me or something? He's like, nah, dad, I've been watching NBA 2K videos on YouTube. And these, these YouTubers are talking about actual basketball stats. So I'm learning, he's learning more about basketball from a video game YouTuber than actually watching basketball or talking to his friends or whatever. It's, it's, it's just hilarious. But, um, yeah, so I, I, I play video games for the most part. However, uh, recently, on the last, I don't know, I'd say six months or so, um, I've been doing more what's called IRL streams. And those are your, like, you know, sitting in front of the camera, talking to chat without a video game stream, okay? And the IRL streams, 
which now are technically categorized under other directories, just chatting being the most popular one and kind of where everyone just kind of defaults to. Um, is, is, like I said, primarily sitting in your computer, same computer you play video games with, but instead of a video game, you are like maybe full screen on your full screen on your webcam, or maybe you have a web browser on the screen and you guys are surfing the web, reading Twitter, that sort of thing, right? It's, it's just chatting. It's just that. But there is a small subset of these um, IRL streamers that are out and about in the world, right? They're, they're your travel vlog, travel streamers, right? Or your... Um, your backpack streamers, as, as some people are calling them, because there is a uh, there's a beautiful man named Gunrun, the Gunrun, who designed this backpack. Um, it cost about eighteen hundred dollars to buy all the pieces, and you had to put it all together yourself. Um, and then it's very expensive to run the data plans to to operate this backpack. But once you get it up and running, essentially you're able to have a high quality live stream on the go. And um, I bought one of these backpacks used from another streamer about three months ago, four months ago. And uh, since then, I've been doing these IRL streams on the go uh, once or twice a week. Um, there was a couple of months there where I didn't use it at all. I was kind of collecting dust. I was like, oh, great. I just wasted, you know, $1,000. But uh, as of recently, I've been really, really embracing it. And essentially for me specifically, it's like live vlogging, right? So I will I will drive to a destination, a farmer's market, or maybe like just go downtown or something like that, and I'll go live, and I'll walk around for three to six hours at a time. And I will, we'll go to lunch, we'll have a coffee, we'll go to the park. Uh, last week I went to the Desert Botanical Garden and walked around the, the gardens. Um, I got on a bird scooter and I rode a scooter down to Mill Avenue and hung out in Tempe. Like... I just started doing all the things that I would do if I was vlogging, but I'm live and I'm broadcasting and I'm doing it with, you know, a couple hundred people in my chat room and we're, we're chatting, we're interacting and I'm sharing my experiences, my thoughts with a live audience, which is exactly all the things that I love about vlogging, but I'm doing it live and, and people are coming and going all day. They're like, Hey Clint, I'll be back in a couple of hours. If you're still on, or man, this has been awesome. I've never been to a botanical garden before, or Hey, I live in Phoenix. I've never been to the desert botanical garden. That was awesome. I'm going to go. Right. And so I've been doing these IRL streams once or twice a week. And, uh, I'm absolutely in love with it because it, again, it's everything that I love about vlogging times 10. And so I plan on fully embracing this and going further with it. Um, as of this week, I've started to do what I'm calling ARL, right? So instead of IRL in real life, it's ARL, which is actual real life. And it's a subtle difference that I'm slowly going to embrace or at least attempt to, um, which is basically instead of me giving hundred percent of my attention to the camera and to the chat, and, and, you know, going live for two or three hours and just talking to chat, I'm going to go live and I'll do that. But when I need to get work done, when I got to go do something, I'm just going to take you along with me. Hey guys, I, I gotta go. I gotta go edit the vlog. I'm going to, I'm going to bring you with me, sit you down here on the counter and uh, let's edit the vlog. Right. And the idea is, is that you, if you were here at my house right now, right. If you were to come to my house right now and you were here. 
where we we hey man how's it going what's new what what's what's going on da, 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 da. cool okay right on cool all right hey you, you hungry let's grab some lunch boom we grab lunch right we sit down at the table grab a drink we're eating our sandwich eating some chips drinking a drink right we may not be actually talking the whole time because we're eating right or you know we're done eating now we're gonna we're gonna go sit on the couch right maybe we put on a movie right well when you're watching a movie you're not talking right you, know, you go to the movie theaters with a friend Maybe you grab a beer beforehand, you shoot the shit, and then you go to the movie. You sit down for two hours, you don't say a word. Maybe you laugh, you give them an elbow, like, oh my God, that was hilarious, right? And then after the movie, you, you chit-chat a little bit after that, right? You know, same thing if you had some, someone stay the night at your house, right? You wake up in the morning, you come downstairs, make yourself a cup of coffee, pull out your phone, you catch up on Twitter, catch up on Instagram, check on your email, right? You guys are in the same room, so your 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 presence is known, and you have the opportunity to, you know, ask a question, tell a joke. Hey, did you hear about this thing that happened last night? Holy crap! Did you see this? Look at this. Watch this video. Watch this clip. Check out this Instagram thing. Right. That's kind of the idea. It's extending the IRL streams to just these small, short, little two four hour bursts. To hey, I'm gonna go live, and and hang out with you all day. And that might mean that I'm going to leave you in this room while I go poop. I'm going to leave you in this room because my wife and I need to go talk real quick about something private, right? Even if, like, same thing if you were here at the house, right? My wife and I need to talk about something private. We're not going to do it in front of you. We're going to go in our bedroom. We're going to go outside, right? Excuse us for, for a moment, right? You mind excusing us for a second? You know, same thing. You got to take a phone call. What are you going to do? You're going to go outside, right? You're going to take a phone call outside. That's the idea with ARL. That's something that we're going to, we're attempting to do. Uh, the last two days I've been live off and on all day. It's been very successful statistic wise, very successful um, feedback wise. Everyone's saying that they love it. They, it's kind of like, kind of like behind the scenes of the vlog because we're still vlogging. We're still pulling the camera out and vlogging while the, while the live stream is going, right? Now, the difficult part, the part that I have to work through is that when I'm live, I feel compelled to talk to chat. I love talking to the chat. I love having conversations. I love answering questions. I love cracking jokes. I, I just, I just, that's what I love about live streaming. So for me to be live and not give you 100% of my attention bothers me, right? But I believe that this, there's an opportunity here to, to uh, extend this, this, this directory, to extend this type of content, right? And it, the reality is, is that people are already doing this in some shape or form, right? You got the big, big streamers that their chat is just going crazy. They can't even read chat, right? They might glance at it just to see what the conversation is that's going on, right? Make sure there's not something blowing up or whatever. But for the most part, these guys can't read chat if they tried because it's just flying by, right? They put it on slow-mo to try and slow it down. But hey, if you've got 20,000 people in your chat room talking, you can put it on slow mode all you want. If a hundred people say something at the same time, it's going to pop up in your chat and push it. You know what I'm saying? So there's those kind of streamers that are happening. And then there's the IRL streamers that are already kind of doing what I'm doing, where they are, you know, sitting at dinner and they're live, but there's three people at the dinner table with them. So they're having a conversation with the three of them. And every once in a while, they'll glance at chat. Every once in a while, they'll look over and say, what's up? Every once in a while, they'll, you know, blah, 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 blah. But here they are with a thousand people watching them have dinner, Right. So there's already a, like small pockets of this type of content going on. 
all I'm doing is putting a label on it and trying to embrace it fully, right? Be live throughout the day when I can be live, right? I was live this morning for two hours. I uh, had my cup of coffee, caught up on Twitter and email, edited my vlog. At the time I ended the vlog, I was like, all right, guys, I got to end the stream because I got to go. I got to get dressed. I got to hit the road. I'm going to have a lunch uh, meeting. I'm going to come back home. I have a conference call. And then after my conference call, I'll be live again. And that's exactly what I did. I, I did all that stuff because I, I, we learned this weekend that I can't stream from the house and then get in my car and try and drive away because the connection doesn't transfer good and the stream just goes dog shit. So it ends up being more of a hassle. So uh, it wouldn't really matter if I tried to hop in the car and drive to my lunch meeting. So I went back live and we were live for about an hour and a half when the kids got home from school. We made dinner. We ate dinner. Like We ate dinner right in front of you guys, right? As if you were there eating dinner with us. And then uh, we, I came upstairs and I, kill, I stopped the live stream when I started my podcast. And that was it. Like I, I, just, I basically it was like, if you were hanging out with me all day, that's what we did. And that's what I plan on doing at least for the next couple of weeks. Uh, I'm going to really try to embrace this and like I said, be live throughout the day whenever I can. And um, that's, that's the plan. So we'll see how it goes. Uh, you know, I'll be looking for your guys' feedback if you like it, if you don't like it. Because uh, like I said, there's going to be times where I'm not fully engaged with chat, which might be awkward at first because I'm very engaged with my chat. So I think the first few times people come in, they're like, why isn't he talking to us? What's he doing? Right? And then you, the other you that's in chat, I'm like, oh, he's working on his vlog right now, or he's, he's going through email. He'll, he'll, he'll be back in a minute. You know, we're, we're just hanging out. What's going on with you, man? What, what, you know, where, what, what'd you have for breakfast this morning? Right? And all of a sudden, you're now you're hanging out with other people in the chat room. And we're all just hanging out together. Even if I'm not talking to you, we're hanging out, right? Then I'll look over the chat room and I see that you're in there talking to Bob. And I'm like, yo, what's up, Nick? How's it going, dude? Da, da, da. You know, how's your day? And you're like, oh, I've been here for 10 minutes, bro. Like, oh, I'm sorry, man. I was busy. But I'm glad you're here now, right? Boom. That's ARL. That's, that's what I'm, I plan on doing. But I'm still going to be doing the video games because I still love video games. And there's a lot of great video games coming out. Uh, there's, I still love with Destiny 2. Anthem comes out this week. Division 2 comes out next month. Uh, I still love Escape from Tarkov. Uh, Doom Eternal comes out this year. I'm very excited about that. Uh, there's, a, there's a couple other games that I'm looking forward to whenever they come out. I'm not really like so excited about that. I'm like following every piece of news. But it'll come out eventually and I'll be pumped to play it. But as of right now, my, my, the trio that I'll be putting a lot of time into will be Destiny 2, Anthem, and The Division 2. And that'll take a majority of my, my gaming um, gaming time, which I still plan on doing during the day, right? My schedule is still going to be, you know, 10 o'clock Arizona time to 3 o'clock Arizona time, right? Right now it's 10, 10, 10 a.m. at Mountain Standard Time. In the summertime, it's 10 o'clock Pacific Time, right? Because time zones change, but Arizona doesn't. So, um I still plan on doing video games during the day. So if you're a fan of the video game streams, don't worry. Those are not going away. That's still that's still like the bread and butter. But I'm fully embracing these IRL streams. And uh, I'm, I'm going to be looking to get you know some ideas and get creative when it gets too hot outside. Because right now, it's awesome to be outside and walk around. I can walk around for hours. You know, it's a little chilly, but it's very, very doable. But come summertime when it's 115, 120 outside, I'm not going to want to just walk around right walking around at 50 60 degrees no problem walking around 120 degrees n big problem so i'll be looking for some things and activities to do indoors when it comes to the summertime irls for sure but 
you know, that's kind of where I'm at. I see myself, uh, you know, I don't, I don't see myself stopping the vlogs. Uh, if anything, I would just stop doing daily vlogs. I can see myself going to like, you know, two or three times a week. Um, you know, if things keep getting slow, but especially if I keep doing these live streams, right? I, I do these daily live streams and I'm live all the time. Like, and what, at that, at that point, then, you know, it's gonna be hard to vlog because I can sit here at my desk and talk to you for two or three hours, but I'm not going to sit here and vlog for two or three hours. There's not enough content to put in a vlog, but we're just chatting. The content is community. The content is Q and a, right? And I might, I might get creative and find some ways to rip, rip some video off the stream and put it on YouTube. You know, that's definitely a possibility, but that's not necessarily what I want to do right now. That's not what I'm looking to do right now. So, uh, the future is unknown, but I can tell you without a doubt, I will continue to do both vlogging and live streaming, um, for the next foreseeable future. You know, we're going to be celebrating two years on Twitch here in a couple of months. I'm very pumped about that. And I'm very much looking forward to 2019. I think 2019 is going to be a transformative year. Um, I've already secured a, a couple of new partnerships. I got a couple more in the works and, um, you know, got this podcast rocking strong here after what? 10 episodes. I think this is episode 11. So I'm pumped. I'm pumped for 2019. I'm looking forward to it. And I hope you'll be around to uh, enjoy the ride with me. All right. So uh, we've got a handful of messages from you guys uh, over on anchor.fm slash Clintus. You guys can actually leave voice messages and be part of the show. So I figured we had a handful of questions. It was a good time to start answering them. Uh, and the first one here is from Shiran from Ireland. Hey, Clint. It's Shiran all four again. I remember I asked you in the, no, you told me in one of your streams that if I had a question to message it to you and they might get in the, um, in the podcast. I'm only asking this question, not just to be in the podcast, but I just, I'm just curious. Um, will you be doing a podcast on Anthem? So yeah, that's my question and thanks. Bye. Thank you for that, Shiran. Uh, and the answer is yes. I will be doing uh, an episode either specifically for Anthem or an idea that I've come up with is a weekly video game podcast. So you'll still get the weekly, you know, Riffing with Clintus episode about a specific topic or, you know, with or without a guest. Um, but then also doing like a weekly segment, you know, another 30 to 40, 30 minute to an hour long podcast with some friends of mine talking about video games. And whether that's, you know, Destiny or Anthem or Division or whatever, whatever I'm into at the moment, whatever they're into at the moment, right? If I want to talk about Magic the Gathering, I'm going to bring on some friends that play Magic the Gathering, right? So uh, the, the, the quick answer is yes, there will be some podcast episodes around Anthem because I am really pumped for Anthem and I think it's going to be a fantastic game and I think I'm going to be playing it for a long, long time. So yes, definitely Anthem, Anthem content in the future. Hey, Clint, this is Lorenzo from California. By the way, love your YouTube videos. I enjoy them, watching them every day. Especially love your podcasts. They're my favorite podcast channel so far. Uh, my question to you is if if the podcast channel becomes so popular where you're getting sponsorships after sponsorships and you're making more money uh, as a podcast than as a YouTuber or a Twitch uh, streamer, will you be switching over here, becoming full-time, like making daily podcasts or very consistently very often podcasts and if so 
will you be keeping the same schedule with your Twitch uh, schedule and your YouTube daily vlogging? Uh, thanks. Bye. Hey, what's up, Lorenzo? Thanks for the question, man. Um, I could confidently say that if this podcast blew up and all of a sudden I started making more money from the podcast than I did on YouTube or Twitch, that I would not stop YouTube or Twitch. Um, as I said earlier in the episode, I really enjoy being live because I love chatting with the community in real time. And I love vlogging because I love sharing my my thoughts and my experiences. And YouTube is a very easy way to digest that, right? Because it's a, it's a standalone video. You can watch it whenever you want. It's easy to find, that sort of thing. Twitch streams, even though they get recorded and are on the, the platform and channel, most people don't go back and watch those, right? They might check it out briefly just to see what your your vibe is like, but I don't I, I don't know too many people that go back and watch a two or three hour live stream, you know, all the way through. So I don't see myself quitting either platform, even if this platform blows up. It's a different it's a different platform, it's a different content strategy. Podcasting is different from live streaming, live streaming is different from video vlogging, vlogging is different than podcasting. So uh, ideally, I would love for all three platforms to do very well and have this like tr holy trinity of income from all three. That's my goal. Thanks for the question. Yo, Clintus, it's Lee, aka KJS Dent. My question I have about YouTube is what changes did they make that had a negative impact on so many channels like yours? Thanks, brother. Yo, KJ, what's up, man? Uh, great question. Um, I think I missed this in the in the previous episode, which is why you asked it. Um, the biggest change that YouTube made that hurt many vloggers was the algorithm change um, and how they displayed videos. So majority of YouTube is automated. There's not some person sitting at a computer pushing buttons and making things happen. Like a vast majority of YouTube is completely automated. They built the algorithm, they put in parameters that say, if this, then that. And so um, that was something that just radically changed what videos got promoted, how many clicks, how many views, how much watch time it required for it to be recommended, suggested. But the number one thing that hurt me specifically was they moved away from suggested videos and they started doing what was called recommended videos. And the way it broke down was this. If you're watching a Clintus TV dirt bike video, it used to suggest more Clintus TV videos, whether they're dirt bike videos or not, but here's some more Clintus TV videos. You're watching Clintus TV, here's more Clintus TV. I saw huge success from this. A vast majority of my views came from those suggested viewers. Somebody would watch one video and then watch another one and another one, another one, another one, all of mine. Well, at the end of, the end of 2016, early 2017, they changed it where Instead of watching a, instead you're watching a Clintus TV dirt bike video. Here's some more dirt bike videos from other creators, and so as a platform, that is that's 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 massive, right? Because you go from Clintus video to a Bob video to a Jim video to a you know Nick video, and you're just going down this rabbit hole, and you're discovering all these new YouTubers. You're subscribing to each one because you're like, oh, this guy's cool, and this guy's cool. I like this guy's style, right? But it hurt me because you weren't watching my videos anymore, right? And uh, and that's what happened. I, I saw a huge dip in viewership in 2017. And when I looked at my analytics and I actually like tried to figure out where, why, it was the suggested views. It had dropped about 20 to 30%. 
And that was the, that was almost to the number, the number of views that I saw dip down. So, uh, I'm sure there's a lot more complicated things in there as well. I know my content wasn't as hip and fresh and exciting, you know, as my kids continue to get older, but that was to answer your question. Those are the changes that YouTube made that I saw such a negative impact with and other vloggers did as well. So thanks for the question and thanks for the support. Hey, Clintus, it's uh, your good buddy, Dean, AKA crazy dad. Um, <clears throat> how do I put this? I, I already commented on your Twitch stream that, uh, your latest podcast really spoke to me and I really mean it. It, it really solidified why I do what I do, why I vlog, you know, like you said, it's your channel, it's your camera, you know, and, and I said that to, to uh, Amanda, Crazy Mama, this morning, I was like, you know, this is my channel, the Crazy Family Show, if you don't want to be in the vlogs, that's fine, it'll still be me, you know, and uh, I just wanted to say thank you uh, from the bottom of my heart for all you do, for all the motivation that you do, and uh, yeah, keep it up, man, you rock, very much appreciated, and uh, looking forward to your next video. Hey, what's up, Dean? I appreciate that, man. I know it wasn't really a question. It was just a compliment, but I wanted to put you in there anyways because I appreciate you taking the time to record that, and uh, I appreciate all the support you give me. Um, quick story for those of you. Uh, Dean, a.k.a. Crazy Family Show, a.k.a. Crazy Dad, uh, how we met, he watched some of my vlogs, and he came to Twitter to roast me, and he actually... Uh, I don't, I forget the exact thing. It didn't, doesn't matter. He basically came to Twitter to roast me and I, I questioned it. I was like, wait, what do you mean? What are talking about, man? What are you talking about? I, I, I try to talk to my, I reply to all my comments and I, I, uh, tried to do all these things. And I, this, at the time I was doing two live streams a week where I was just doing a just chatting IRL stream on my YouTube channel, just talking to, to my subscribers and answering questions twice a week. And I kind of had this like back and forth with Dean on Twitter and by the end of the conversation, he was like, holy crap, man, I totally had you pegged wrong. I apologize. Uh, I, I thought you were, you know, this douchebag and, and actually you're really awesome and you really care about your community, man. I, I, re I apologize for, for calling you out like that. I misunderstood you. And, and Dean's been an awesome member of my community ever since. This is it's a hilarious story. It's, about, it's been about four years now, I think, uh, maybe five since that happened. And, uh, and Dean's been an awesome dude ever since. But it's just, it was funny how it happened, right? And this is a conversation that I have with my moderators all the time when someone comes to chat, you know, being a troll, you know, or trying to roast me. It's like, let me try and feel this person out a little bit. Let me try to figure out why they're being the way they are. Now, sometimes people are just assholes and an asshole is going to be an asshole. You know, if I try to talk to them a little bit and they're just an asshole, then, uh, you know, screw it, get them out of my chat room. But sometimes they're just misguided. Sometimes they're misinformed. Mis sometimes they just misinterpret something I said or something I did. And once we get to the root of it, we can, you know, potentially save them. And, and, and change their mind. And, and, you know, that's happened numerous times. I have numerous stories where that's happened, where we've saved one, right? We thought this guy was a douchebag. He wasn't. He's actually a very cool guy. And now he's a member of my community. And so um, that was a great, great, I don't know, just a great example of, of, of something like that. And that was, like I said, that was four or five years ago where I was able to change, the, change an opinion that someone had of me and show them who I really am and what I really do. And, uh, and, and there you go. There's, that's Dean right there. Who's been a member of the community ever since and a great supporter of mine. So thank you very much, Dean. I appreciate you, dude. I appreciate you bringing, sending the message in and I appreciate you being uh, such an awesome member of the community.
Well, there you go, guys. Another great episode of Riffing with Clintus. Thank you so much for listening. I really do appreciate it. I appreciate every single moment that you give me on whatever platform it might be on, whether it's YouTube, Twitch, Twitter, Instagram, here on the podcast. I really do appreciate it. It means everything to me. Your attention is the most valuable commodity on the internet. Whoever you're giving your attention to is winning. So uh, if you're giving me your attention, I appreciate it. Thank you very much. Uh, Be sure to subscribe to this podcast for free anywhere you listen to podcasts. Uh, That's Apple, iTunes, Android, Google, Spotify, uh, which, by the way, congratulations to Anchor. Anchor was just acquired by Spotify recently, so that's huge news, very exciting news, because Spotify is huge, and that means that Anchor is not going anywhere anytime soon, which makes me happy since I love this platform um, and uh, and whatnot. So uh, thank you guys very much for that. Uh, As always... Yeah, be sure to follow me on all the different platforms, uh, youtube.com slash Clintus, twitch.tv slash Clintus, twitter.com slash Clintus, and instagram.com slash Clintus. And of course, if you have the app, just do a search for Clintus, and uh, you can follow me slash subscribe to me in those various platforms. I update pretty regularly. Uh, also, I'm going to put a plug in there for my Discord discord.gg slash Clintus. That is where the community lives when I'm, we're, we're, we're hanging out. Uh, no matter what time you live, where you live, there's always somebody hanging out in there doing something. Uh, if you're looking for somebody to play video games with, we have LFG channels. If you want to talk about the video games that we play, we have channels for that. And um, it's just it's just where the Clintus clan lives when, uh, when, you know, I'm not live, when I'm not posting a YouTube video. So download the Discord app. Come on, hang out, discord.gg slash Clintus, say what's up, and be an active member of the community. And um, I will see you guys next week, which I think I think might be a video game episode. I feel, I feel it might be time to talk about video games. I know there's another topic that people want me to talk about, and it might be time for that too. I don't know. I, it honestly just comes down to my mood, what my mood's about. Like tonight, I got off my I got off the Rageless Roundtable and I wanted to talk about live streaming because I'm really pumped about live streaming right now. So I wanted to talk about that, which is why it's the topic this week. So come back next week and find out what the topic's about. Okay, bye!